0: Hi, everyone. So this is the uh, this is the E-Ticket Podcast. Hello. Um, <laughs> my name is Mike.
1: <laughs> I am Rob, uh, as into steal things.
0: Yeah, and um, uh, you know what? This is our first episode of our podcast, and it's uh, honestly probably going to be an absolute dumpster fire.
1: Correct, yes. So we're um, just,
0: um, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, we didn't put a lot of planning into this one because we figured it didn't matter how much planning we put in. In retrospect, it was going to suck. So here we are. Um Mike, what's this podcast about? As I crack my voice there. Yeah, we're all learning. Well, I gotta just that. So we head. uh
0: we don't really have a theme for today because obviously this is quote unquote mm. new ground for us. Um, Correct. So you know, going forward, obviously we're gonna make sure that all the episodes have a have a theme, have a structure. Yes. Um, and uh, whether that's uh, like yeah. deep dives into a ride or, mm-hmm. or talking about a particular area.
1: Well well Mike, we don't even these these folks, like, they might have just come across this, not having used a search engine. So like what is What's this even about? Like, what do we talk about? Like, oh, we talk about theme parks, man. Theme parks. I like it. Like it. Like, uh like all the theme parks. I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, Neat. it's mostly it's mostly going to be the Orlando parks, you know. So, mm-hmm. at Universal yes. Studios in Orlando and looking at Disney parks. um, Correct. uh, SeaWorld might sneak its way in there if we ever actually go. You know
1: what? Some low-key attractions over at SeaWorld. That's all I'll say on the topic right now until we go into in-depth. I hear Sesame Street's there now. That's kind of cool. Right. Um, But but otherwise, you're right. We do not know a lot about SeaWorld. Yeah. um, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, mostly Disney and Universal in Orlando. That's our forte, seeing how both of us are residents of the city of Orlando, the city beautiful, as some call it, um, according to our – Mayor Buddy Dyer, who you can hear on the tram from Orlando International Airport. So, yeah, shout out to the airport. It does, it it does. does And its own little monorail, which, fun fact, if you're listening right now, they've decorated the outer lanes of the monorail thing with giant cutouts of the golden statues that are all around Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary. So, that's kind of cool. So, yeah, nice little welcome to Orlando.
0: Yeah, I mean, so honestly we're just going to kind of talk about stuff and if that's something that you're interested in then obviously Uh you know continue listening by all means We're, you know it's another two white guys starting a podcast in 2021 yeah
1: unfortunately (laughs) like we we've been talking about doing this for three or four years and all the evidence has been pointing that you and i probably shouldn't because that's the direction the world's going and we support that Mm -hmm. but at the same time we've been talking about doing this for years and Mike and I both met uh through the Disney college program actually we we were happy interns who wanted to make a career at Disney and we have we've moved on to other things that's the best I can say there so yeah. yes
0: uh, don't get me wrong I absolutely loved the time that I mm-hmm. worked there mm-hmm. um because I really did get the chance to meet a lot of folks that I never would have crossed paths with mm-hmm. um and uh, it, it, absolutely fantastic experience, just from the perspective of what I'm interested in, which is learning more about the parks and how they operate and Correct. how yeah. Disney World became Disney World. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's pretty patently obvious at this point <laughs> that uh, Disney uh, doesn't give a single shit about their workers mm-hmm. at all. Just yeah. It's just not something that well, they care about.
1: We love everybody in the name tags. Shout out to all the faces uh, you see when you're in the parks, the, the people who wish you a happy day. I was going to say magical. No one does that anymore. That's, that's old hat at this point. Um, we love those people. Those people are the best. It's the people you don't see who we don't exactly love, but no, we still, we, we enjoy our time there and we enjoy the people we met, but we, we are no longer Disney cast members and haven't been for some time. So, but we still enjoy the product. So I get, I don't know what that says about us. <laughs> I think we're just, uh, we're just slaves
0: to, uh, it's Disney's empire. Yes, of uh, propaganda. I mean, we're,
1: we're annual pass holders again. Even though they they updated the annual pass holder program, we we still bought into it. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. There's too much to say. Except no, no, we keep going back because we like it, and yet we'll still complain about it from time to time. But but they they know where we're at. They they get our money. Uh, the checks in the mail,
0: right? Uh, and I mean, <laughs> obviously, so don't get us wrong. Uh, you know, we're huge fans of the mm-hmm. Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I, I went on a trip to Paris two years ago and I made it a point during my vacation <laughs> to actually go to Disneyland Paris, um, even though I've never been to the West Coast in the United States. So I've never been oh, to Disney. Oh, Disneyland. yeah, same. Maybe we should get that out um, of the way. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe that'll be a, a future episode down the line. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, honestly, I think, um, you know, we're going to have Disney and Universal as a focus. Um, mm-hmm. We are... Huge fans of Universal. Um, honestly, I think there are a lot of things that they do that are arguably <laughs> better than uh, what oh, Disney does. Oh, yes, yes. Um, uh, including uh, Horror Nights, which is happening right now. Oh, I mean, correct. Like, there's yes, no denying that Horror Nights is just the mm-hmm.
1: the premier Hollywood or Halloween event. Some would say i mean you know you some some, know, some being universal some would say that uh. you know
0: you can uh you know it's, it's really great you can go to 10 different houses and mm-hmm. um get really drunk and fight people in the right. lines oh uh, yes you can uh i <laughs> you can eat lots of food um
1: oh yeah well you can, uh... <laughs> he's describing every night i'm there which is most nights so like if you see uh A blind man walking around Halloween Horror Nights and you go, what is he doing here? Well, chances are I'm eating and drinking and not causing fights online. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. Um, Say hi.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and so that's that's the other interesting aspect of uh, what we want to do here is that, um, you know, when we do eventually discuss rides or, or discuss areas that we want to talk about mm-hmm. um you know rob unfortunately uh has a little bit of a problem seeing yeah i mean you know it's, it's so, only a problem if you let it be right <laughs> so i i mean it's a you know it actually kind of works out for what we want to do because this is an audio us, medium uh it's kind of like um it's kind of like we're we're like ben and jerry's of um of the podcasting theme park world oh boy you know because uh one of them famously cannot uh taste cannot foods, taste yep so he can only operate off of um the uh like the the actual texture of the ice cream yeah so you know for us uh it's a good measure of of the quality of a ride if someone like Mm -hmm. rob who despite not being able to see very well Mm -hmm. can still enjoy it um and it's definitely something that we'll talk about when we get to ride
1: discussions and such because well it's kind of neat i'll just say this real quick um It's not today's topic, which we haven't even gotten to yet. Uh, Hopefully, you've already read that in the description because we're terrible at this so far. But uh, an example of that is, Mike, last night I watched the fireworks show Harmonious. Um, Let me turn that off. Watched the fireworks show Harmonious for the first time, and I've got thoughts, but also didn't see much of the projections. So, you know, there's that. So, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but we can discuss all this later. I...
0: I haven't seen Harmonious. I haven't seen the new castle show. Same, same. Um,
1: Named by, Enchanted, by, by the
0: way. all accounts. Um, both of them are. Uh, they're
1: things with, yeah, they're, with they're music. Things yes. With music. Uh, and fireworks. There's, there's
0: fireworks. There's, there's mm-hmm. fire. Um, they they both exist, mm-hmm. certainly. Um, but uh, that seems to be about the uh, the extension of uh, what they are. Uh, to be honest, I've, I've mostly heard nothing but overwhelmingly negative reviews of. Enchantment um, for a show that's supposed to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Magic Kingdom. Mm. Uh, it just seems mm. to be focused on uh, all of the pop songs from the last mm. decade and nothing else. And so. I'll, I'll
1: say this about uh, Harmonious, just a quick little spoiler-free review. If I would have never seen a Disney firework show in my life, I would have probably think it's great. The problem is, I have seen Disney fireworks shows before. I have expectations... <laughs> And a combination of the two, it's it's okay. It's just, it's okay.
0: Just okay. It's okay. And again, is, that's my
1: spoiler-free review of Harmonious.
0: I mean, you know, but I, how, how much of a glowing endorsement can you possibly have when you've got to compare it to something like everything else everything else right you know i mean happily ever after was easily the best fireworks show that disney's put out in decades well
1: see see now 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 those are fighting words to some folks like we can log on to the internet right now and find petitions for wishes well see i
0: don't We'll cut that on post (laughs) i so here here's (gasps) gasp Um, i I guess i i have a couple of hot takes about the disney parks Mm -hmm. and uh one Mm -hmm. of them is that i don't like wishes but Perhaps the biggest one that I get an unbelievable Wait amount of flag for, this, for folks. It, just a ridiculously unbelievable amount of flag for, it, is that I don't like Phantasmic. I I Wrong. just don't like it. I think um, I think the show itself I'm shaking my head. is just boring. Nothing happens. There's <sighs> displays on the water sprays, which just doesn't work half the time. It's and technology. it's just it's not. It's just not a good show. It's the music been, is phenomenal. Show. The music is so Yes, the music is good. so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the actual show itself, uh-huh. I would be perfectly content with never seeing Fantasmic again. I'm glad that mm-hmm. it's not running at Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios right now. I think mm-hmm. it needs to be replaced with something different. I think you could rip out that whole amphitheater and put a whole other ride over there. And oh. it would be a better experience than having Fantasmic where it is right now.
1: All right. And uh, we'll 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 cut off Mike right there. And uh, we'll save all that for a different discussion. But um, clearly, I, I think Fantasmic is a good nighttime show. Um, I'll say this. Before this week, I've never had a problem with a nighttime show. I even thought Epcot Forever was hilarious. Uh, unintentionally so, but whatever. Uh, but, yeah, we will, we will discuss Mike's. Deep, deep hatred for Fantasmic and another oh, show. Yes. But, like, we have friends who, like, hated Illuminations, for instance, and I couldn't understand that person. Um But, yeah, no, we're fun Disney people who have fun Disney takes. And then there's the Universal side of us, who's just like, wow, if only <laughs> they could get along. But also, the fact that they can't makes it so great for competition.
0: Well, it really does. I mean, you know, so Universal is obviously going to be opening up Epic Universe in a couple of years. and. Mm-hmm. They've really demonstrated their ability or their willingness, I should say, to take Disney on in the theme park sphere. Oh, yeah. Right. So, you know, for Universal, they've had they've had the Velocicoaster, they've had Hagrid's, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. they've got these two incredible coasters that they've just opened up. And it's frankly kind of amazing watching this because Disney has Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Which is really the only that's... thing that i can think of in recent years because <laughs> well it seems like they're outsourcing all of their good coasters and good experiences to other countries because uh bob chapek doesn't seem to actually give a shit about well, disney World well hang disney on man, hang on so. let's
1: let's blame bob iger for that one but also we we can't blame him but um no, no that's all i got that's as much as i can defend him on that topic you're <laughs> correct yes uh like when hagrid's coaster opened up in summer 2019 it was heralded the best ride in orlando and then december 2019 rise of the resistance open up and then that one was heralded as the best ride in orlando and um now the is here so really really the last couple of years we've just gotten the best ride in orlando year after year after year yeah. and that's that's nice to see after years of i think someone said it best the first time they went on hagrid's uh, hagrid's took a year and a half to build after they tore down dueling dragons or the dragon challenge coaster and it took Disney four years to give a slinky dog dash. So if that doesn't tell you anything, I I don't know what does. <laughs> to
0: be fair, six months of that development period for Haggards were because they had to get the bees off the ride.
1: Well, the bees keep coming back. <laughs> the bees. They love it there. They absolutely they love it. They
0: really did. I mean, I remember seeing actual footage of the ride launching, and there was literally just mm. thousands of bees just hanging out by the front entrance, which is obviously not something you want to have flying towards your face when you're moving out out of the station at 15, 20 miles an hour. And then you get on a ride that goes up to 35 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's just, it's really incredible. But the VelociCoaster, that, I mean, that's what an incredible ride. Seriously. I mean, when we, we we had the chance to do the annual pass holder preview, Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, obviously not all the technical elements were working at the time, but Mm -hmm. it was absolutely wild seeing them build this coaster from the ground up because we had been going there for for literally months beforehand to watch them put this ride together. Well, we've been going
1: there for months beforehand because they had a churro stand coming is what they told us. Yes. Unlike Disney, Disney likes to announce projects years before they start projects. (coughs) Splash Mountain. Um, Universal likes to have projects months away from opening. And denying the fact that they have projects months right. away from opening. So they kept telling us it was a churro stand when very clearly it was a roller coaster coming.
0: Right. Now now the, uh, now the, the funny thing about it is that there's a churro stand outside the entrance of Velocicoaster oh, yeah. that sells an exclusive Velocicoaster-themed churro. No. And it's just fantastic. I yeah. mean, it, if there's one thing that I can give Universal a lot of credit for is that they... They're really a lot more laissez-faire with the way that people view their parks. Oh, for sure. Um, because Disney, you know, there's this very, this very strict, this very controlled environment that they're like, you know, this happens here and this happens here, and you know, we've worked there, so we're very familiar with what that kind of mm-hmm. environment is like, where everything needs to have a specific place, and they don't really, they don't really poke fun at themselves, they don't really poke fun at their no competitors, definitely not. You know, but Universal just kind of f- it's just freewheeling out on social media and um i mean it works out for them it really really does no like they're it's very good to, for their brand they're able to l- connect with the people that are there, listening to what they want to do and um it just it works for them it really does mm-hmm. you it's, know
1: it's a different feel it's a different vibe and right. uh, yeah we like them both um i think we've rambled for enough uh
0: yeah i mean honestly so <laughs> you know i think uh I think, honestly, this would be a good stopping point for us for just for now, because this is like an introduction. You Correct. Know, just this wanna... is a
1: very long introduction right. that we had no direction <laughs> on. And you know what? Credit you for listening to all of this. Yeah. Um,
0: but honestly, I mean, you know, we're just introducing ourselves. We really want to kind of just set the tone for what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, this episode is really serving as more just a test bed as to, like what's capable of what we can do. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, so, you know, obviously future episodes, they'll have a little bit more direction than this. But, oh, yeah, uh, goodness. hey, if you've stuck around this far, then mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. You know, um, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, <laughs> talking to you all some more. There you go. All right. See you. See you.